Welcome to Open Mic with Mike Sherbino, the show that provides Christian insights into contemporary moral and ethical values and dives deep into how your faith in Jesus changes the way you live your life. Now here's your host, Mike Sherbino. Well, good evening, everybody, on this Mother's Day weekend, and we want to salute all you mums out there. Actually, the program tonight is going to focus on Mother's Day, and uh, so I'm hoping that a lot of you folks are going to call in and uh, talk to us, pay tribute to your mom. Maybe just one or two things that just stand out on this weekend uh, about how special your mom is. I so wish that I could do that because my mom's uh, already in heaven with Jesus, but I am so grateful for the impact that she has made in my life. But we'd love to hear from you as we think about Mother's Day this weekend and all that that means. I know that for some people listening in today, uh, you might feel, hey, Mother's Day is a hard time because maybe you haven't been able to have children. Uh, Some of you perhaps have uh, gone through a separation or divorce. And as a result, uh, your kids feel a little bit divided this weekend and you're just struggling with all of those things. There's all sorts of reasons. Maybe some of you have had a painful experience with your mother, but I know that many of you have had good experiences. And I want to address all of those issues tonight. I'm going to be teaching from that passage of Scripture that uh, my wife uh, just kind of dreads, and I think most women do. It's the Proverbs 31 passage, and say, well, how does anyone can how, how can anyone live up to that passage and be the perfect mom? We're not talking about that, but tonight I want to talk a little bit about what it means to be a woman of honor. So I'm going to weave the teaching around people as they call in tonight. We would just love to hear from you. Those open lines are 883-5000 in Buffalo or 1-800-684-2848 to all of our friends in uh, Toronto and Niagara region and uh, outside of the Buffalo area. Get on the phones right now and call in. It is a great weekend just to pause for a moment and, and say something really good about your mom, something you're thankful for. Maybe, um, maybe you want to share a story. We would love to hear from you. But hey, one of the things is that if you stand... Uh, you know, in line at the supermarket, you look at the magazine covers, the role model for today's woman is young and thin and and oftentimes white, at least according to Cosmopolitan. Uh, We live in an age of comparisons, don't we? Uh, I remember a while back, People magazine showcased their 50 most beautiful people. And at that time, the choice was Julia Roberts, and and no doubt she is a, a beautiful woman. But not even Julia is that beautiful when you think about how amazing you can look with airbrushing. Matter of fact, I I think that I could even make the cover of at least some magazine uh, if they did enough airbrushing, maybe a trucker's magazine. Um, But you know, when we think about incredible models, who do we compare ourselves to? And when we think about that, you know, we have all the famous uh, celebrities and movie stars, uh, you know, through the years. But every once in a while, I ponder a lady that's had a huge impact, and that was Mother Teresa. I've never seen, I don't ever remember seeing her face on the cover of Cosmo. I remember someone once saying to Mother Teresa that he wouldn't do what she did for a million bucks, and she responded, well, neither would I. So, Today, as we ponder Mother's Day, I want us also to be thinking about uh, how do we uh, find a healthy model? It seems that the modeling seems to have started when girls are especially young. 
And maybe I do have a, a little bit of a soapbox to stand on, having five daughters. Uh, I understand a little bit uh, about women. Uh, not a whole lot, but, but a little bit. And I remember our daughters uh, grew up and they wanted some Barbie dolls. And I know some people wouldn't buy them, but, you know, I remember Bobby, uh, Barbie was supposed to be the model of the modern woman. Hundreds of outfits, thousand pairs of shoes. She had a Corvette and a Ferrari and a minivan and a condo with a swimming pool. And I remember one year we bought the, yeah, I, I don't know, it was the uh, the Barbie uh, farm set or whatever for one of our daughters. And uh, I just about gave up on that Christmas day trying to put it together. Our oldest daughter, who uh, was more persistent, she hung in there and she stuck it together. Uh, you know, someone somewhere, sometime, I read that if Barbie were life-size, she would have the measurements of 39, 23, 33. Pretty amazing. Let's just say that she would have a hard time standing up straight and most likely would experience some severe back problems. And I think the average woman sees all this, throws up her hands and says, no way can I measure up to all of this. So on this Mother's Day weekend, uh, let me address some of the issues that women face. Because if ever there's a need for a mother to influence a generation, it is now. If ever there's been a time when teenagers have needed someone to say, this is the way, this is how you need to live, this is how you need to order your life, we need mothers to stand up. And uh, right now we got our first person calling in for a tribute, and we're going to take uh, George in just a moment. The number to call is 883 5000 and uh, for our out-of-town guests, it's 1-800-684-2848. You're listening to Open Mic. And uh, George, thank you for calling in tonight. Hi, Hello, George. Hello, can you hear me? We can hear you. Speak into the phone, and uh, you want to do a shout-out to your mom, so tell us that. Yeah, I, I got I got a shout-out to my, my mom. Mama Julia uh, raised me, you know, first, uh, I'm a generation Canadian, and this woman uh, literally left El Salvador, you know, in the middle of a war to come and seek a better life for her kids. And, you know, I've been, I feel so blessed and, and, you know, being able to be raised in a Christian household, you know, having that um, strong foundation in Christ. And, and uh, But I'm so blessed by my mom. Um, just giving her a shout-out on this uh, uh, tomorrow, which is Mother's Day. But I also want to give a shout-out to uh, my American mama. We call her Mama Her. I did drum corps from Rochester, New York, for a couple summers, and honestly, I've been so blessed to have strong female leadership around me. And uh, just as everyone is celebrating this Mother's Day, I know some some mothers may be gone, some mothers may not uh, be with you anymore, but that's the beauty of uh, the love of Jesus. You know, he he embraces right us and and gives us more love than we could ever hope or think or imagine. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, and it's uh, <laughs> it's an honor. And I hope it's celebrating good. George, thanks for calling in, and uh, that's pretty important. So we just want to invite others to call in. We got another caller on the line right now, and uh, but we're just going to, uh, yeah. So, anyways, just before we we take our next caller, I just want to add something because in the pursuit of beauty, you know what we see today: more and more people are turning to cosmetic surgery to enhance their self-esteem. I mean. I've had five daughters, so you know what? I hear all these different things over the supper table, whether it's uh, liposuction to lifts and tucks. Uh, I think it was a cynic who said, 
that when archaeologists dig up our generation, they're going to find a couple, several blobs of silicone. And so we, we pause and we say, well, what is the real measure of beauty? And if it's just looks, then old age is to be feared. I remember one mother who counseled her daughter to marry an archaeologist so that the older she got, the more she would be appreciated. Now, I know that's a lame joke, but nonetheless, the question that we are thinking and that needs to be asked is, what is it that makes a woman attractive? And I want to suggest to you tonight that what the answer to that question is something far deeper. And I believe we need to ask the question, what is it that makes a woman of honor? And why is it honor? Because we're told in Proverbs 31, the last couple of verses, that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. Honor is a word that has rich adjectives, such as to mean to esteem, to respect, admire, extol, exalt, and glorify. I've never seen any of those uh, descriptions on, the, mod on the, the covers of books like Cosmopolitan or Red Book or, or whatever. Let's think about what honor looks like, and uh, we're going to hear from someone else right now, and I'm going to keep teaching. We're going to keep weaving it. Call in at 883-5000. Chance to give a shout out to your mom, maybe share an amazing story. That was a great one that George did. Uh, or call at 800-684-2848. You're listening to Open Mic, and we've got Kathy on the line. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Mike. How are you tonight? Well, I think I'm okay, yeah, but the jury's still out. But I'm glad that you called in, and uh, and just to talk about Mother's Day and some of the challenges, some of the ups and downs, just uh, tell us a little bit about your journey. If you can squeeze it into like 30 seconds, give us the highlights, and then you can talk about it, okay? Sure. So I've had um, experience being a single mom of four kids, and um there's some definite challenges with that. So I've had some great Mother's Days, and there's been some Mother's Days that have been definitely harder. So my heart definitely goes out to moms who have kids maybe that are estranged from them right now or maybe kids that just have a hard time um, having a fun Mother's Day with them or maybe their their kids have some special needs. There's, there's mothers yeah. that just have a really hard time with this day. So I So let's pause for a second, Kathy. Days. Let me ask a question because mm -hmm. you've touched on a raw nerve for many people. Mm -hmm. So you've had some bad mother's days. Um yeah. how do you process those? I mean apart I'm sure there's tears and you know all sorts of mixture of feelings. How do you pull yourself through that? And what, what advice I mean, would you give to mothers out there today? Well, I've definitely done it wrong. I've definitely not done it well. Um, but what I would definitely recommend in hindsight is to um, lean into, first of all, your friends and your support, uh, the people around you, um, the people that are there for you, and reach out. Reach out to the people that you can, and don't be alone. Um, don't feel sorry for yourself and sit at home if you can, if you can at all possibly, you know, get out, go for a walk, find a friend, uh, do something you can, uh, just to try to get through the day. Some days it's really hard to do that. I've, uh, I've spent some of those days alone and I've just found someone else who's also alone that day and gone and gone for a walk, gone for brunch, gone for done. It's really easy to, to sit at home, isn't day. it? It's easy to sit at home and to rehearse your pain. And mm -hmm. I'm not 
for a moment minimizing any person's pain. Um, but there's also a point, too, where I, I would say, and help me with this, that whether you're a mother or a father, you have to own your own stuff and say, I've failed. How am I going to change it moving forward? But then also to realize that as our children get older, they become adults and they are responsible for the way that they act out as well. Would you not agree? I would or definitely do you agree. Okay. No. So I you're the parent now agree. of adult children, right? I am. I am. So, and so if I could ask you this, what do you do differently? I mean, when your children were younger, like four or five or six, you can just kind of tell them what to do. <laughs> and the teacher at school tells them to make Mother's Day cards and, and yeah. send them. I mean, as before I came in here today, my wife, Terry, who, you know, was talking to a friend back in uh, British Columbia who has literally stood on her head for her adult son and, you know, basically <laughs> no recognition from him. And, and that's mm -hmm. a hard one. You just grieve. So how you do, do you parent adult children? Um, you make the, the effort is there. Um, you definitely like express the love and you, you love the ones that will let you. The, the hardest thing I had to sort out for me was to love them, not necessarily all the behavior. And that was the hardest thing for me, um, mm -hmm. to show them unconditional love over and over and over. And even though some days they can't show it back to you because they're dealing with their own stuff, um, and just to know that I'm loved by my Heavenly Father and I didn't have that capacity to understand that for a long time. But through my own journey, I've come to understand that. And through the love and support of others around me, those people that I reached out to, and and now I've got that. And now I, I'm, I'm surrounded by people that love me. And so I'm okay that if my kids can't show me that on Mother's Day, that's okay. So that's where wow. I've got to now. Yeah, it's been a journey, though, I have to tell you. Not without yeah, a lot and of not them. a painful journey all the time either. But not I a, am reminding not at all. that the journey's not over yet. It's not over till it's over. And That's God is not. filled with all sorts of surprises. Uh, just like the prodigal, the story of the prodigal son who wandered away and, and the heartache that it caused the father. I often wondered, what about the heartache that the mother went through as well in that whole journey? So yeah. who knows? But yeah, um, any last words that you want to share tonight, Kathy? And appreciate so much you calling in. You run a singles ministry in the greater St. Catharines area. Tell us about that just for a moment, because you deal with a lot of uh, single dads and moms, and, and I'm sure some of them are struggling with this whole subject as well this weekend. Sure do. Um, yeah, we have a singles ministry that we run um, out of North End Church in St. Catharines. We have events that we, we hold every month. Um, we love getting together for fun and fellowship and encouraging each other and pointing each other towards Jesus and embracing everyone in the community who is also single. And um, we um, have been just having a great time getting to know each other. But these things come up about being um, women of honor and men 
of um, that are, you know, have hearts after God. So I liked what you were cool. saying earlier about, um, you know, striving to be a Proverbs 31 woman, because that's our goal. And um, that's always, uh, we, one is a whole number as a single person. And uh, so that's, that's always our heart, despite if we're mothers as so cool. a single person or as a married person. Hey, Kathy, we're going to go to the break right now, but is there a website that people can find out more about the North End Singles? What's the website? Sure can. Uh, northendchurch.ca, and you just click on events, and you'll find the Singles Ministry events right there. Fantastic. Well, Kathy, I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day and appreciate so much your call tonight. Thank you. Thanks so much. Okay, God bless. Take care, Mike. Bye-bye. You're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau, and we want to encourage you to call in for a shout-out to your mom. Get on the phone. We're coming right back after a break. The number is 883-5000, or if you're out of the greater Buffalo area in Toronto, uh, Niagara, call 1-800-684-2848. What a great night just to uh, toast your mom. We'll be right back. Since 1940, Elam Lodge has been a destination for people who are looking to relax, be refreshed and renewed in body, mind, and spirit. You can find us nestled on a peninsula with 70 acres. Throughout the summer, we offer eight weeks of conferences with Bible teaching both morning and evening, complemented by an amazing children's and youth program, as well as lots of age-appropriate events and activities throughout the day. Two heated pools, two beaches, a lake full of fish, Beach volleyball, tennis, canoes, and kayaks are just some of what there is to enjoy during a personal retreat, a couple's getaway, or a family reunion. Buffet meals are served each day at the lakeside. We invite you to become a part of our Elam Lodge family for a weekend, a week, or even settle in by parking your trailer at a seasonal site for full summer experiences. Look for more information at E-L-I-M, ElamLodge.com or call 800-420-6287. For a 5% discount, mention you heard about Elam Lodge on WDCX. On Sunday, June 9th, join Mission Aviation Fellowship of Canada at the Warplane Heritage Museum at Hamilton Airport for a celebration of music and stories featuring the Windjammers 35-piece pop wind ensemble. All proceeds go to provide emergency and medical flights where MAF flies for life. For tickets or information, visit us at mafc.org backslash events or call us toll-free at 877-351-9344. Doors open at 5.30 for those who want to tour the museum. Concert at 7 p.m. Cost is only $10. See you there. This Good Friday is your opportunity to hear Kim Fook live at the North End Church. A 1972 Time Magazine cover story was the pivotal moment that brought the Vietnam War to an end. It's often referred to as the little girl in the picture. That little girl was Kim Fook, who miraculously survived the napalm bombing despite being lit on fire. Even more powerful than the picture is the journey that brought Kim through numerous surgeries on her path to physical and emotional healing. The secret was discovering that if Jesus could forgive her, then she could learn to forgive those who had sought to destroy her. Good Friday is the biggest picture in which we can recognize in the calendar year what forgiveness is really all about. Bring your family and your friends to the North End Church to hear all about the amazing story of Kim Fook. The service begins at 10 a.m., 455 Geneva Street in St. Catharines. For more information, go to northendchurch.ca. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau. 
Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, we're glad you're back with us tonight. And uh, I had to smile as I listened to that last ad because uh, Good Friday has come and gone. But what an incredible time that was when Kim Fook was here. And as we think about Mother's Day, uh, there is uh, the little girl in the picture who is Napalm Bomb has a powerful story of forgiveness. And interwoven in that, that has sustained her through the years, has been the grace of God, but her incredible relationship and friendship with her mother. Her mother is still alive. Her mother took care of Kim through that difficult path to healing. And now uh, Kim takes care of her. Just a, a beautiful story of a mother-daughter relationship. So, um, yeah, I apologize. Uh, we only have Good Friday once in the year. But if you are looking for a church, you're welcome to join us anytime at 455 Geneva Street uh, here in St. Catharines. Now, in, in Proverbs 31, this passage uh, is a record of the oral teachings that a mother gave to her son, who in this instance was a guy named King Lemuel. And on this Mother's Day weekend, uh, if we go to God's Word, we're going to find a model of a woman that brings him honor and that brings the world honor. Uh, I'm convinced the church needs to portray a model of what we're looking for in a woman. Uh, after all, the old adage is true. If you aim at nothing, you're going to hit it every time. And uh, so my hope is that in the, the balance of our show tonight, that as we take some calls, that I'll be able to accomplish four things. And here's what it is. I want to paint from Proverbs 31 a picture of a godly woman. So that when you're finished listening to the program, the single guys will say, hey, that's the kind of woman I want to marry. The single ladies will say, that is the type of woman I want to strive to become. And that all women will say, this type of woman is going to be my model. And finally, that married men will say, I'm committed to affirming you in this journey. You know, no doubt about it, if you find this woman, you've found what Proverbs calls a noble woman. We're not talking about the stereotype of someone who looks dowdy or is barefoot and pregnant. Actually, the sense given uh, by this phrase, a noble woman, is a woman who is in a league all by herself. She is a heroine, a woman of great strength and courage. Uh, Proverbs 31 is a bit like looking at a woman under the magnifying glass. For the first 30 chapters of the book of Proverbs, there has been a male dominance in the wording used. And now there is a reverse. So interesting. And each statement about this woman can be viewed as an individual proverb. And uh, so I think we're wise to look at her characteristics under the headings of what I've called four fantastic features. What is it that sets this woman apart from others is first and foremost, a woman who can be trusted. Now we're going to unpack that in a moment, but I want to invite you to call in. What a, what a great evening to do a shout out, just as, as George did earlier and, and Kathy called in, uh, just to speak a word of thanks or a word of praise for your mom. So if you're listening tonight, just grab your phone and call right now. Even if you just call in for 15, 30 seconds, 883-5000. 883-5000. 
883-5000 in the uh, greater Buffalo area. And uh, the long distance, the free toll-free number for the greater Toronto Niagara area is 1-800-684-2848. Let me say it now, 1-800-684-2848. One of the reasons I encourage people to do this is because so often the tributes are left, uh, maybe sometimes for a birthday, but oftentimes when uh, your mother is dead and gone. And uh, how important it is just to say thanks. How important it is to say, hey, mom, I want you to know, we're, we're giving you a chance, brag about your mom online. So pick up the phone, 883-5000, 1-800-684-2848. Now, let me continue to teach because I think the first feature that is so important that any woman can choose to model after and, and for that matter, any man could model as well. But Proverbs says that she is a woman who can trust. It says in Proverbs 31.11, the heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. Now, if we were to unpack all the, you know, the, the cultural significance of what we're reading here, we would find that in the day in which it was written, this ideal wife was someone who was a talented, creative entrepreneur. So she had been affirmed, likely by her parents, to be creative. And in the context of this passage, we see this woman uh, serving her relationship, her marriage relationship, and together she and her husband enjoy a robust spiritual relationship. Now, I know that's not the case for everyone, but it is the ideal. And what we find here says that it says the husband trusts her. Regardless of the situation that you're in, whether your husband is a believer in Jesus or not, you can still be a person that is trusted. Uh, what an incredible thing that is. The Apostle Paul writes in the New Testament that you can win wives, you see, you can win your husbands over by your conduct. I think of people who have come to faith in Jesus, it's because they have seen the difference that he has made in the life of the person who is representing him. So we take that whole thought and we're, packing, we're unpacking this truth. The heart of her husband trusts in her. Now, it seems like this is a mediocre comment until you realize that in all but two scriptures, to trust in anyone but the Lord was a sin. The fact that one should only trust in Jehovah as the object of ultimate trust makes us realize what kind of woman we are talking about. This is an exception because this woman is an exception and elevates her to a unique status. And God wants that, I believe, for every woman listening today. It implies that she is of the highest level of spiritual and physical competence. It also implies that in her marriage, the husband and wife share in a spiritual relationship. So I don't know where you're at today, but today, ladies, is a great day to begin. I love reading about the guy, Norman Vincent Peale. He has uh, died uh, some years back, but he had written that book, The Power of Positive Thinking. And he relates a story of even further back that I hope our American friends will uh, gravitate to. He said, once I had a conversation with Dwight D. Eisenhower when he was president, I said, Mr. President, you've known every great man of our time. Who is the greatest man that you ever met? And without an uh, instant's hesitation, he said, 
The greatest person I ever met wasn't a man. It was a woman. It was my mother. Yeah, she never had much schooling, but she was wise in God's wisdom. She went to school to the greatest of all books, the Bible. This is what the president was saying. And she acquired real wisdom. He said, once when I was a boy, my brothers and I were playing uh, a game with my mother. The game was with cards, not regular playing cards because she was too straight laced for that, but a hand of cards was dealt. And I remember this night, mother dealt me an utterly impossible hand. And I began to complain about it. She said, boys, put your cards down. I want to tell you something, especially you, Dwight. You were playing a game in your home with your mother under loving circumstances. We all love each other here, and I've dealt you a bad hand. Now, she said, when you get out in life where they don't love you so much, you're going to be dealt many a bad hand. And what are you to do? She said, you're to pray to God. You're to trust God. And like a man, you are to play out the hand that has dealt you. And Dwight Eisenhower said, that is one of the wisest things I ever learned in my youth. So you see, the whole thing is trust, is knowing that you can count on that person to do what they say they will. And the husband could trust his wife here in the Proverbs passage because she was wise in her approach to life. She valued in what she valued and in what she pursued. She could be trusted. Now, I don't know about you, but maybe that seems like a, a high ladder to climb. But I, I know that tonight, that what God wants to do is to breathe into all of your hearts that incredible hope. It was kind of like what Kathy talked about, how sometimes, you know, in the midst of the difficult situation, when life deals you uh, a hand that you don't want to play, you have to look and say, God, I'm going to look to you. I'm going to trust you and believe that you are going to carry me through. Today, when I was uh, reading my Bible early this morning, uh, I came across Psalm 55 and verse 22. And there it says, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will bring it to pass. This whole thing of trust, God wants all of us, but in particular on this Mother's Day weekend, he wants you ladies to be a woman of trust. And, and you become that woman of trust when first and foremost, you place your trust in God and model to all that are within your scope of influence, that even though you don't understand, even though you haven't got it all figured out, you're trusting God, and you walk that out. You live that out. Hey, you're listening tonight to Open Mic with uh, yours truly, Mike Sherbino. If you don't have a church, place to celebrate tomorrow. We've got an incredible guest speaker coming in to share God's word for us. Uh, Pastor Mandy Casper is going to be here speaking uh, a, uh, a special message on this Mother's Day weekend. You can find us at 455 Geneva Street. I'm going to be back right after the break to continue teaching uh, out of this passage in Proverbs chapter 31. Do hope you'll call in 883-5000 or 1-800-684-2848. You're listening to Open Mic, and I'll be right back after this break. 
Urban Christian Ministries is pleased to announce that once again we will be investing in the youth of Greater Buffalo through an amazing summer project called Block Club Basketball. Block Club Basketball is strengthening communities by investing in young men. And this summer, our theme for all of our participants is Choose Life. BCB is about youth violence prevention and empowering young men, block clubs, and entire communities. It's a fact that crime fades when BCB appears. The gospel is presented at every game. So how can you get involved? BCB is for young men ages 13 to 18 who live in the city of Buffalo with an established block club. We would love for you to help us this summer reach the youth of Buffalo. Will you pray for us, serve with us, and be a financial partner as we raise $50,000 to cover this summer ministry program that will change lives in our inner city. For more information, go to our website, ucmbuffalo.org, or follow us on Facebook, or visit us at 967 Jefferson Avenue, Buffalo, New York, 14202. Since 1940, Elam Lodge has been a destination for people who are looking to relax, be refreshed and renewed in body, mind, and spirit. You can find us nestled on a peninsula with 70 acres. Throughout the summer, we offer eight weeks of conferences with Bible teaching both morning and evening, complemented by an amazing children's and youth program, as well as lots of age-appropriate events and activities throughout the day. Two heated pools, two beaches, a lake full of fish, Beach volleyball, tennis, canoes, and kayaks are just some of what there is to enjoy during a personal retreat, a couple's getaway, or a family reunion. Buffet meals are served each day at the lakeside. We invite you to become a part of our Elam Lodge family for a weekend, a week, or even settle in by parking your trailer at a seasonal site for full summer experiences. Look for more information at E-L-I-M, ElamLodge.com or call 800-420-6287. For a 5% discount, mention you heard about Elam Lodge on WDCX. On Sunday, June 9th, join Mission Aviation Fellowship of Canada at the Warplane Heritage Museum at Hamilton Airport for a celebration of music and stories featuring the Windjammers 35-piece pop wind ensemble. All proceeds go to provide emergency and medical flights where MAF flies for life. For tickets or information, visit us at mafc.org backslash events or call us toll-free at 877-351-9344. Doors open at 5.30 for those who want to tour the museum. Concert at 7 p.m. Costs is only $10. See you there. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau. Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, we're glad you're listening tonight to uh, Open Mic. And as we uh, want to pay tribute and honor um, all the mothers that are out there, uh, we're teaching tonight from the book of Proverbs. And uh, what we had just been unpacking was that truth that, that one of the amazing features of this woman in Proverbs was that she was a woman who could be trusted. Now, the second thing is that we find in Proverbs 31, verses 13 to 19, is that, hey, no doubt about it, she is a woman who is hard working. And we're going to look at that. But, you know, Mother's Day wouldn't be Mother's Day without, you know, some corny little story about a child in school. And, and this is one of them, okay? So just bear with me. Um, this is like the dad joke. But anyways, Miss Jones had been giving her second grade students a lesson on science. And she'd explained about magnets and showed how they would pick up nails and other bits of iron. Now it was question time, and she said, My name begins with the letter M, and I pick up things. What am I? And of course, little Johnny in the front row proudly said, You're a mother. 
Well, the woman in our text is not hardworking because she picks up. Rather, it's because she has developed herself in the whole area of, of business and commerce and, and in managing the home. Uh, I found it interesting that in uh, a past uh, cover story on U.S. News, it was how the new CEOs are all women and they're starting companies much faster than men and there's no let up in sight. Now, I know there's a lot of discrepancies with wages and there's a lot of unfairness, but I just want to applaud the women who are leading that charge. And being a dad with uh, five daughters, uh, you can be sure of this, I've got your back. And many times uh, I've had to, uh, and happily I stuck my neck out uh, on behalf of the rights of women. But when we come to this passage, um, we're not told what the husband actually did. Uh, without stating it, there's an assumption, obviously, that he contributed in such a way that this woman had the opportunity to become all that God intended her to be. I kind of called her, you know, she's hardworking. She's that triple A lady. And, and let me just unpack what the triple A is, because uh, there's three things in this passage. If you're listening tonight, you're at home, grab a Bible and open it up to the book of Proverbs. If you're not sure where it is, look at the index. Or if you have a, a, a smartphone, you know, you probably have a Bible app and you can just download it and go to Proverbs chapter 31. And while you're doing that, why don't you call in and just pay tribute to your mom? Call in for 15, 30 seconds, and maybe you want to tell a story or just say her name and just, you know, how, how cool just to say out, hey, I love my mom and here's why. Uh, that number is 883-5000 in the Buffalo area and the greater uh, the GTA, Toronto area, Niagara area. It's 1-800-684-2848. 1-800-684-2848. So what we find here is in Proverbs 31, verse 13, it says, She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. And she is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. Uh, what is that all about? Well, to work with wool and flax, here's the AAA lady. Uh, she has acquired skills. She's learned some things. Um, how useful that is. It's the picture of working with her hands and that describes a skillful person. Now, how uh, it's also of interest that in ancient societies, women who had acquired skills in spinning and weaving were greatly admired and desired. Actually, some wool garments would cost two months wages. So she's able to make that. This lady knew how to turn a dollar uh, into $5 or into $10. She was, uh, she'd acquired these skills and she was thinking about it and saying, hey, what can I bring to the relationship? How am I gonna be able to provide for my, uh, for my children and, and how can I be uh, an equal partner in this relationship, in my marriage? What can I do? Well, she not only has acquired skills, but we find out that she's really ambitious. And we see this in verse 15. She says, she rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She gets up while it is still dark, it says. Now, does this mean that she worked around the clock? No, I don't think so. But it does suggest that she was not given to laziness. Now, laziness is something which is dependent on each individual. Uh, depends on what you're able physically to do or not to do. This woman, though, is a model of a woman who has a disciplined life. 
One of the things that my own mother modeled was a disciplined life. And part of that was in her priority to find time every day to hear from God, to read his word. I think of my own wife, Terry, and, and her mom. Her mom was an amazing lady as well. Some of you listening, you would know Joan Cobb. And uh, she was disciplined in not only taking care of her family, but in praying, in studying God's word, in teaching other people. And she loved to pour her life into other people's lives. And I, I see the application coming out of this passage in Proverbs 31, verse 15. And here's the other thing. Not only do they acquire skills, and in verse 15, not only is she ambitious, but I want to suggest that this woman is astute. Let me read to you verse 16 and 18. She considers a field and buys it. And with the fruit of her hand, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. In other words, this woman is astute, meaning she is perceptive, she is canny, she is shrewd. You may be thinking, well, there's no way to be astute like her. I don't know how to buy a field, and I'm not too good at reinvesting money. But probably what we need to look at here is that this woman was willing to learn through observation. And I don't doubt for a moment that she wasn't afraid to ask. Uh, she, was, she just had uh, an appetite to learn. And as I read over these verses, she is a woman who has an infectious desire to live, to dream, and to attempt what to others might seem to be impossible. I think that she's discovered the truth that the Apostle Paul talked about when he said, I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Hey, can I just pause for a moment as we're reflecting on this uh, Proverbs 31 woman to encourage you, regardless of your situation, to say, God, I'm going to believe that you can resurrect those dreams that are in my heart. You can fill me with hope. Maybe you've got a broken situation, a broken relationship, ladies. Uh, you're grieving for your kids, or even you just wish that you were in a relationship. But regardless, wherever you are right now, you can choose to say, I'm going to let this Proverbs 31 be my model. I'm going to have that goal. Because as we said earlier, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. And the principles here, they're for everyone. But in particular, on this Mother's Day women, on this Mother's Day weekend, I just want to affirm and I want to encourage the women to become women of honor. You know, uh, you probably heard about the newlyweds. On their honeymoon, the groom set, took his wife by the hand and said, Now that we're married, dear, I hope you won't mind if I mention a few little defects that I've noticed about you. Not at all, the bride replied with a deceptive sweetness. It was those little defects that kept me from getting a better husband. Hey, ladies, that's what it means to be astute. And this lady is hardworking. She's a triple-A lady. She's got acquired skills. She's ambitious. She's astute. And in a moment, we're going to come back after the break, and I got to talk about something that is pretty exciting, in that she is a woman who empowers others. And what we're going to find in this passage is that this lady is a person who has a greater goal than just herself. I remember I was with a guy for once, and he shared with me that in the core of his essence, he was a very selfish person. 
and that his wife was the opposite of that. I, I live with uh, an incredible lady, uh, Terry, who's my wife, and hey, we just celebrated 39 years, so how cool is that? And, and as I watch her, she has just so selflessly uh, served other people. And I commend her. I, I want to honor her this weekend as she seeks to serve and bless so many people, especially our children. And she has empowered me. Uh, so much of what I've been able to do in my life has simply been because she has poured herself into being an encouragement to me. And I hope that in some way that I've been able to do that for her. But I, I you know, I willingly tell everybody that I married way above my pay grade. Uh, that's just the grace of God. You see, to empower others suggests this whole picture. It says that she bears the fruit of wisdom in others. Let me just read a couple of verses for you, and then we're going to go to a break. She says this. It says, she puts her hands to the distaff, and her hands hold the spindle. That's where she's weaving. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hand to the needy. Incredible picture. She has been so astute and she has saved up money and she has excess that now she's able to reinvest it in people. And it says she's not afraid of snow for her household. Uh, you know, the distant future, the hard winters for all her household are clothed in scarlet, meaning that, that she has saved up enough money to clothe them. And, and many women listening tonight have sacrificed so much for their children. Hey, I want to honor you ladies tonight. You've had a hard go, but you've put others ahead. Kind of like when George called in right at the beginning of the show, just to uh, do a shout out to his uh, Venezuelan mom and his uh, American mom. How cool is that? And that's what we see here. This lady, she empowers through her generosity. I'm going to be right back to unpack this more. You're listening to Open Mic with Mike Sherbinell. We're going to be right back after the break. On Sunday, June 9th, join Mission Aviation Fellowship of Canada at the Warplane Heritage Museum at Hamilton Airport for a celebration of music and stories featuring the Windjammers 35-piece pop wind ensemble. All proceeds go to provide emergency and medical flights where MAF flies for life. For tickets or information, visit us at mafc.org backslash events or call us toll-free at 877-351-9344. Doors open at 5.30 for those who want to tour the museum. Concert at 7 p.m. Cost is only $10. See you there. Urban Christian Ministries is pleased to announce that once again we will be investing in the youth of Greater Buffalo through an amazing summer project called Block Club Basketball. Block Club Basketball is strengthening communities by investing in young men. And this summer, our theme for all of our participants is Choose Life. BCB is about youth violence prevention and empowering young men, block clubs, and entire communities. It's a fact that crime fades when BCB appears. The gospel is presented at every game. So how can you get involved? BCB is for young men ages 13 to 18 who live in the city of Buffalo with an established block club. We would love for you to help us this summer reach the youth of Buffalo. Will you pray for us, serve with us, and be a financial partner as we raise $50,000 to cover this summer ministry program that will change lives lives in our inner city. For more information, go to our website, ucmbuffalo.org, or follow us on Facebook, or visit us at 967 Jefferson Avenue, Buffalo, New York, 14202. Welcome back to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau. 
Have a question for Mike? Phone lines are open. Call now at 800-684-2848 or 883-5000. Hey, we're glad you're with us in the last 15 minutes of our program. Call in and do that shout out to your mom. Uh, just, hey, I know it'll warm her heart. And uh, make sure you send her a card. Do something special. But, hey, you can call in right now. And we got uh, Carly on the line. She's going to do a shout-out as well. So, uh, Carly, thanks for calling. All right, Carly, are you there? We're having problems. Okay. I don't know, Carly. I can't get you online. Uh, That's all kind of weird. But uh, Carly was calling in to do a shout-out to her mom and... We'll, uh, we'll try back again. Maybe she'll, uh, we'll let the programmer deal with that. But hey, so um, as we're unpacking this truth tonight, we see that this is a woman who um, empowers other people. And we've read about that in, in Proverbs 31, verse 19, that she puts out her hand to the staff and her hands hold the spindle. And that's an amazing verse. She opens her hand to the poor. So what I see here in this passage, we find a person who has a greater goal than just herself. Um, And it just comes against that whole thing of being a selfish person. So she empowers through generosity. Uh, In my life, I've heard many people criticize those who are poor. They say things like, if they had a bit of ambition, they would go get a job. And while those comments may be true or not true, what I see in this lady is a choice to help those less fortunate out of her plenty. There's no condescending tone in this verse. Simply, it is one of caring for people. And this characteristic I have seen displayed many times in different individuals. Uh, I think back right now, of one of the ladies that ran a food bank for me. Uh, and, you know, as we were, that was way back in Nova Scotia, and just her heart to empower people. But, you know, a week and a half ago, I was over in Buffalo and visiting Urban Christian Ministries who've been advertising on our show. And I'm excited to say that I'm going to be going over there for uh, a couple days this summer to help them. They're going to let me try and play basketball. But I was just touched as they showed me through their ministry and they had a food pantry and a lady there that had just the biggest heart to empower people. And uh, that was just amazing. And I just see that all over this Proverbs 31 lady, and I think of the women that I know that have modeled that. Something else about this lady is that she empowers through planning. She doesn't put her head in the sand and say, what will be, will be. No, she plans for the future. And the picture of her family being ready for winter, remember I read that before the break, is the picture of the lady who buys the uh, snowsuit at Target in the summer on layaway so that it is paid for before the first snowfall. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? This type of uh, being prepared brings a sense of security to all who are around. And if anything, it speaks of the person who gives thought for the future. So just a powerful picture. And then not only does she empower through planning, but she empowers through releasing. What am I talking about? Well, down below it says, her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. And in this particular text, we see how she's freed up her husband to sit at the gate. Now, sitting at the gate does not mean that she works so that he can go and meet the boys at Tim Hortons. Now, that's not what it's about. But the extra that she does enabled her husband to participate in a higher level where he could, with other elders of the city, oversee some of the legal issues of the city. 
So this is a woman who uses her ability to free others to become what they can be. And if we take the culture of back then and apply it to now, uh, I just see a beautiful picture uh, of a woman who empowers through her generosity, through planning and releasing. Um, it's not just being the working mom, but the mom who has stayed home or has given up the opportunity to take her career so that she could empower her children to become all that they could be. She is a woman who enables the people within her scope of influence to achieve what they might have been unable to do, except for that encouragement. Hey, is that where you're at in your journey? You have that that whole opportunity. And what we're going to do right now, we're just going to pause because I got a lot more to say, but we're going to get a shout out right in here right now. So let's try that. Hey, Carter, are you on the line right now? Hi, I am. Hopefully you can hear me now. Okay, well, thanks for calling back in. And, and you want to do a shout out. Tell me why you want to shout out to your mom. Oh, I can't even summarize what she means to me, but my mom, just listening to what you're saying my mom is just such a fierce woman and she loves so fiercely and she gives so much and she's just taught me how to love so well and how to put others first and how to see others and how to live loved and and know that I am loved and give me and she's given me so much confidence in myself so I want to shout out to her because she's just beautiful (laughs) okay hey just help us before uh, we let you go uh, how did she give us one for instance? How did she do all those things? Because she sounds like an amazing lady. What's something that we could all learn from your mom? Well, first of all, she raised four daughters. Um, but when I was younger, I was in the hospital. Like, this is just one of the things, but I was in the hospital for a very long time and I was not doing well. And she, through my whole, like, a year of just medically not knowing what was wrong with me she stayed by my side every second she sat or she slept sitting up in hospital seats and she just advocated for me with doctors and she gave me joy and in the hardest times she would pray with me and she'd like take me on adventures and she just she just in every moment even the hardest moment she just gave so much wow that is absolutely so cool Hey, Cardi, I want to thank you for calling in. Uh, appreciate that so much. And uh, you know what? Uh, I know that you're the one running the show tonight, so that's pretty cool <laughs> that you've called in. Uh, and, uh, you know, I look forward to the day when I get to meet your mom as well. So thank you. And uh, and give your mom a hug from all of us who are listening, okay? I will. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Hey, so uh, we just want to invite you. we got about five, six more minutes left in the show tonight. 883-5000. Don't miss the chance. I thought all the lines would just be lit up tonight. But anyways, 1-800-684-2848. Should I say it once again? Pull out your phone. Okay, listen to it right now. Call 1-800-684-2848. We'd love to take a few more calls. But, you know, as, as we're thinking about this lady uh, who empowers people through her generosity and through planning and through releasing, uh, I came across a cute story a while ago back, and it, said, it was about a couple that were walking down the street in a large city. And the man had just become the new mayor, and he and his wife were filled with excitement about this new opportunity. And as they walk along, they pass a construction site. And from a scaffold, a man calls out to the mayor's wife. It just so happened that the construction worker 
was the wife's high school sweetheart. Well, they talk a minute, and then the couple continue along their way. And the mayor looks at his wife and says, See there? If you had married him, you'd be the wife of a construction worker. And she says, No, dear. If I would have married him, he would have been the mayor. <laughs> hey, I love that. Just kind of the flip on it. Uh, this is a woman we were reading about tonight who empowers through generosity, through planning, and through releasing. But probably the most important thing, if, if we can label something as one more important than the other, is the fourth incredible feature of the woman of honor. And it's found in Proverbs 31, verses 28 to 31. Let me read these words. It says, her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. It says, many women have done it excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And I'm going to come back and close with that. But the key about this woman is that she has a passionate, a passionate faith. And that's what makes her so different. Right now, we're going to listen to Bob. He's calling in, and we want to talk to Bob. Hey, Bob, thank you for calling tonight. Yeah, thank you. Are you you there? Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. What would you like to say tonight about your mom? Yeah, so, yeah, my mom. I would like to thank my mom for everything that she has done. Um, She had gone through a lot, but uh, she has raised up to be what I am right now. I strongly believe that because of her prayers, I am where I am. So I'm so grateful to her. Um, she's not, um, she's, she's probably, she's not listening to this, but uh, yeah, I just would like to thank her for everything. And also would like to take this opportunity to um, wish Happy Mother's Day to my wife, um, who is the wife of uh, two beautiful children. So Happy Mother's Day to her as well. Wow, that's very cool. Well, I'm glad you took the time to call in, Bob. And uh, yeah, give those special women in your life uh, an extra big hug. And uh, yeah. make sure you treat them royally, okay? Sure, thank you. Thanks. thanks all right. For all this thanks for your call. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, hey, tonight as we uh, are on open mic with Mike Shervin, we got time maybe for one more call. Uh, call in at 883-5000-1800-684-2848. Uh, maybe we don't have time, but I just want to unpack one final thing. You know, this woman is a woman who has a passionate faith. It is foolish to try to build a house without a foundation. In the same way, the truths of this passage will be nothing more than good intentions if they're not anchored to this final truth. And guaranteed, Cosmopolitan will not talk about it, and nor will any other magazine. But Proverbs 31 says that charm is deceptive, beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And uh, so let me encourage you on this Mother's Day weekend to realize we all need a savior and that all that we have comes from him. And you can be a wise man, but you can also be a wise woman when you realize that. And to the fear of the Lord is when we hold God in a state of awe. In other words, we're dealing with the one who holds life and death in his hands. And he's the one that wants to help you, especially you ladies tonight, to be the woman that he created you to be. Go in that confidence that you are loved by God And that today is a new beginning for you to achieve all that God has created you to be. You've been listening to Mike Sherbino, and this is Open Mike.